Hi everyone, this is Dave from Geekanoids and welcome to Geek Out with Geekanoids for Friday 23rd of January 2015. Welcome to the podcast. I want to kick things off today with a talk to you about some scheduling issues. Now on my main YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash geekanoids, I've launched for 2015 a new series of videos called GWR or Geek Week Review. Now, I actually record this particular video on a Friday and then I edit it either on the Friday or over the weekend and it's up on the channel for you on Monday morning. It's my look back at the previous week, what videos I've published, any tech news that's captured my attention and then some extra little bonuses thrown in for good measure. Now, I actually recorded an episode of this, the very first one, announcing the new series and giving you some details about it. And I also recorded the second video in the series and the scheduling was messed up by the YouTube system. And the uh, second uh, video in this series went out before the introduction. So if you caught that little mistake, Good on you, well done for pointing it out to me. A few of you let me know about the uh, scheduling issue and brought it to my attention. If you didn't, then, well, disregard what I've just talked to you about. Now, moving on, let's look back at some of the videos I put up on the channel. I put up a video about the Tudor Heritage Ranger watch, and I'm looking at this watch as I'm recording this particular podcast and it is a fantastic timepiece. I've got a passion for watches. I've started sharing this with you on the Geek Noise channel in 2015. I've got plenty more watch videos coming up and planned for the future. I've got a lot of people asking, hey Dave, out of the watches you've reviewed so far on the channel, do you get to keep them? Now, I'm not gonna give you any spoilers in this podcast. I wanna keep it as a surprise but basically to give you an idea of how the new watch series of videos is gonna actually uh, play out on the channel, I'm bundling in watches with some fashion accessories, sort of a geek lifestyle series for want of a better explanation. And with the watches, I'm gonna give you an update every four to five weeks. And within that update, I'll recap on the watches I've looked at and which watch all watches have remained in my permanent collection. So for those of you asking, did I get to keep the Rolex Explorer? Do I get to keep the Tudor Ranger? Do I get to keep the Hamilton Pan Europe that I looked at already? Please do stay tuned. I will do like an update video for you. And once you see the first update video, that will give you more context as to how all of the videos are gonna play out on the channel. I've also been doing the Mega Gadget Collection that goes up on the channel every Friday. And in that video, I host a whole range of different technology and gadgets all within the one video. The video normally runs to anywhere between eight and 20 minutes, approximately. And I think it's panning out very well. I love sharing lots of technology with you. And doing the Mega Gadget Collection is a lot more work. There's a lot more planning that goes into it and a lot more editing. And of course, once the video is uploaded to YouTube, I have to put all the links in for who supplied me the products, etc., etc. But I think that work is well worth it because it makes for a very interesting video. And I really do appreciate your appreciation for the Mega Gadget Collection. 
Now, let's have a little sneak peek of what's coming up on the channel. I'll do this very quickly because I don't want to bore you. I know you like getting onto other topics within the podcast. But coming up on the Geek and Noise channel, I've got something from Denon. And if you watch my videos on the Geek Vlogs channel, so my personal videos, you'll know that I've got a really nice product coming in from Denon. And then on the main Geek and Noise channel, I've got a great product from Synology. Also something from Thecus and a Rolex watch, another Rolex video coming up on the main channel. So now let's take a look back at what tech news has captured my attention over the past week. And to be honest, and I'm sorry if this disappoints you, there hasn't been a lot that has excited me. We had CES 2015, of course, the Consumer Electronics Show, and all of that news has been done and dusted. All of the announcements have been covered. We've talked about that in previous videos and also in the podcast before as well. And apart from that, the only thing that has really happened that sort of gained my attention a little bit is more details on Windows 10. They've refined the user interface. They've introduced some sort of notification center. They've added bells and whistles to it. And it's starting to, I hate to say it, look a little bit like Mac OS X. Uh, still not as sort of refined, but certainly adding in a lot of features that I'm already familiar with. Now, I'm not hating on Windows. I think they're doing a fantastic job. I think they're bringing together all of the different platforms. And what I mean by different platforms are things like uh, desktops, laptops, tablets, and smartphones. And they're bringing some continuity between all of those different types of devices. So good on them. And the other big announcement is of course they're making Windows 10 free, which of course Apple have done with Mac OS 10 for quite a while now. So good on them. It's really exciting to see some refinements being made. I will of course take a look at Windows 10 when it is publicly launched. I don't really cover beta versions of software and I'll share with you my opinion on it. Now that's the only bit of tech news that really captured my attention. So I'm gonna be really cheeky and just let you know that I also launched something myself. I've launched a new business advice and appraisal service or business for 2015. It's something I've been planning for around about three or four months. Over Christmas and the new year period when I had some downtime on producing videos, that gave me a little bit of spare time to do some behind the scenes planning on this. And I launched it and detailed it in a business just yesterday on the Geek Vlogs channel. So take a look if you are a business, or indeed if you've got a collection, or if you've got some sort of production equipment you want appraised and you want advice on what your next purchase should be. So do take a look at that video, I will link to it in the show notes for this podcast. Now I always like to talk to you within these podcasts about something away from technology, and I've noticed a few content producers. They might be technology video producers, but a lot of them aren't. Indeed, Shay Carl announced that he's no longer going to be doing daily videos every day of the week. He's going to be producing between two and five videos a week on his channel that's just hit three million subscribers. Now, a lot of onlookers, I looked at all of the comments that were coming in, were saying, oh my goodness, I won't be able to live without seeing your video every single day, which is great. He's got a big fan base and obviously people enjoy watching his content. What people have to see is the other side of the coin. Shay is a family man, 
much like myself. He's got a lot of children, a wife, he's got a family life which will take up a lot of his dedication and a lot of his time. And that leads me very nicely on to talk to you about time management and getting a life balance. You know, that switching off time and pulling yourself away from what is your day-to-day -day job. And what a lot of people don't realise, and when I say a lot of people, I mean people watching the videos, so the viewers, is that they're watching Shay's or my day-to-day -day life, and they don't realise that producing those videos takes a lot of time and effort, and it is also, even though it's sharing a, a personal aspect of one's life, it is still business orientated. Now, Shay, with his three million subscribers, does a lot of things apart from those personal family videos, which also take time. And he has to have, as does everyone, time to himself. Time to enjoy his family, have family uh, outings that aren't necessarily shared on video, private times, times to do other work, and times to just enjoy oneself. And it's very hard when you're self-employed to strike that balance between work and play or work and leisure time. Now for me, I struggled for many, many years with the fact that I couldn't switch off from the workday. I was constantly surrounded by products that needed to be tested and evaluated and booked in as such and scheduled as a video and recorded and edited. And because I loved the technology, I found myself, even in the evenings when it was so-called family time, tinkering with technology and testing something. I'd always have a device in my hand. Now, for me at the time, that seemed quite normal. You know, there was no harm done. Nobody really minded that I was continually fiddling with a digital camera and taking photos and recording videos. But looking back, it must have been quite hard for the people around me not to ever have my undivided attention. And that makes me quite sad, the fact that I've got that realisation that I didn't give anyone my attention 100%, apart from on rare occasions, uh, family events, etc. Obviously, I left the technology behind. Moving forward to probably the last year, year and a half, I got that balance to a place where I'm very happy with it. So I work Monday to Friday, regular hours. On the occasion, I do work later. But once the workday's finished, I try and put all of the technology down, you know, pack it away so that it's not a distraction for me. And that's allowed me to really enjoy some valuable family time. And I think that's very important for everyone. So when people complain, uh, somebody like Shay Cole for saying, hey, I'm going to make less videos, they should really take a step back and think, well, this guy has other things to do. You know, the person complaining isn't a video producer or a content creator, and they're putting their own views onto somebody else. It's a very strange thing. I, I liken it, actually, when I look at my own channels and my own business, the thing that made me smile was probably about three or four weeks ago, I was having a discussion with my wife, and I was saying, do you realise that if somebody has a regular business, like I used to have a retail outlet, 
I used to sell computers, and this was back in the day of the Commodore Amiga and the Atari ST, that if you have that sort of business, you open your doors to the public, you sell them the products, they bring in products for you to repair, and you have that rapport with your customers and you offer them great customer service and a great retail experience. And then at the end of the day, you shut that door, you lock it, you go home and the business day is finished and then your personal private life actually starts. All of the income that you make from that business, all of the business decisions, all of the accounting that you do, all of the research and new stock to bring into the store and to sell to your customers, that all remains with you. It's very, very private. When you're a content creator like myself and you're putting videos up on YouTube in the public eye, so you're making them available for everyone to watch, it's a misconception then that your whole business, like everything about your business, is then in the public domain. And a lot of people talk about absolutely everything to do with their decision-making process, to do with how much money they earn. They actually talk about this in public. And I think that is not the way to do it. I really do. And in this discussion I was having with my wife, I said, do you realize that people, when they're commenting on my videos, really do expect you to tell them everything? It's almost like having a completely public business where everything is revealed, even down to how much one earns. And I think that is not correct. I really do. I had an actual question come in quite recently on one of my videos where a viewer very politely, you know, there was no ulterior motive, asked how much I earn from publishing videos on YouTube. And I responded because normally I would respond to these questions in video form, but because I didn't intend making a video about it, I just responded politely and I said, I'm really sorry, but that's private information and I won't be able to answer your question in video. And I'm glad that I gave that response because the person asking the question didn't mean anything by the question. They were just purely uh, inquisitive about how much I earned. But would you walk up to somebody in person, uh, maybe somebody you knew, or like myself, somebody you feel that you know through the videos, and ask them how much they earn? I'm going to give you a minute just to think about that. Well, not a complete minute, but I'll give you a few seconds. Would you ask somebody that you didn't really know that well how much they earn? Would you approach somebody that you actually knew, somebody that you've maybe talked to or come into contact with uh, once a week or twice a week, uh, maybe a courier that delivers to you regularly when they knock on the door and you take in your parcel from them, would you ask them, excuse me, thanks for delivering my parcel, I hope you don't mind me asking, but how much do you earn? Would you really do that? I don't think you would. And it just uh, really made me smile when we were having this conversation, that realisation of how difficult it is to get that balance between uh, sort of personal and public life. It's, it's a very, very difficult thing to deal with. But it's something that I think that I personally have handled very well. And my advice to anyone listening 
if you're in that situation, is really draw some boundaries that make you happy. If you're happy about talking about everything, then good on you. Talk about absolutely everything uh, in your videos or in your own life. You know, divulge everything to everyone. But I strongly believe it's very important that you keep certain things back. You keep things that are private to you. And when you watch uh, video bloggers, for want of a better term, uh, much like my personal videos that are on the Geek Vlogs channel, sometimes you hear them say, you know, we, we put these videos together and you're really only seeing a snippet of our day-to-day -day life. You're not seeing everything. And that's because they need to actually keep something back for themselves. If you put everything out there in the public domain, there's nothing left for you to treat as precious family, private memories. And I think that's a very important factor when you're a content creator. Got quite deep there, didn't it? I didn't expect to get into such a, a meaningful conversation with you in this particular podcast, but I think it was worth talking about and I'd be really interested to hear from you, you can tweet me at Geekanoids, what you think about what we've discussed in today's Geek Out with Geekanoids. So that's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Please do join me again next week for another Geek Out with Geekanoids.